welcome to part two of Truth Nuggets, session three. We've established that the Hebrew Scriptures, the Old Testament, has a key concept that's presented seemingly right from the beginning all the way through the Old Testament, and that the fact is that God wants to dwell with us. God, Immanuel, God with us. And it continues on, obviously, right into the Messianic Scriptures, into the New Testament. Now, when you ask people about who dwells in us, one of the immediate questions that they say is the Holy Spirit. We need to take a look at this. Take a look at it and study it in a deeper way to see what the Bible has to say. Not men's opinions, not a teacher's view, not speculation. So let's go into part two of session three and study the concept of who's in there, who dwells with us. Let's go. In Truth Nuggets session two, we talked about Psalm 91 verse one, where it says, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And it doesn't say shelter, it says setter in Hebrew. It's a hidden encamp. He who dwells in the hidden encampment of the Lord. We're going to be with him. It's, it's a picture of our dwelling with God, our soul, being with him 24-7. We're always in the Father's shadow. Again and again, God wants to dwell with us. It's so obvious in the Hebrew Scriptures. So obvious in the Old Testament. God wants to dwell with us. Going back to 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17. And again, it says, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy, and that is what you are. Who's in there? <laughs> Who's in us? You ask that to any student, junior high, uh, even elementary, in a Bible class, and you say, who dwells in us? And they're going to automatically going to say, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. And I, and I agree. That's what exactly the Bible says. It's not someone's speculation. It's not someone's opinion. It's not some teacher's point of view. This is what the Bible says. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. We can take that to the bank. But... What about these verses? John 14, 20. In that day you will know, Jesus is speaking, this is at his last supper, in that day you will know that I am in the Father and you in me and I in you. Then we go to John 17, 22 to 23. The glory which you have given me, again, Jesus speaking, I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved me, even as you had loved me. And then this verse, Romans 8, verse 10. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. And finally, let's take a take a look at Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. 
I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Wait a minute. I thought it was the Holy Spirit who dwelt in me. What does the Bible say? Well, Jesus dwells in us. Now, that's not an opinion. That's not speculation. The Bible is clear. So if you ask a student, especially somebody who's taken one of my classes, who dwells in us, more than likely they'll start saying, well, the Holy Spirit and Jesus. It's getting a little crowded in here. First it's the Holy Spirit, now it's Jesus. But it doesn't end. Let's go to 1 John chapter 4. 11 through 16. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us his spirit. If we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. We have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love, and the only one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. Who's in there? <laughs> Who's in us? It's not just a separate person alone, the Holy Spirit. So it's not just a separate person, Jesus, who's in us alone. No. Who's Jesus? Who's the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? God. Don't you remember that we are a temple of God? Back in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 that we read, we are a temple of God. We have become through an amazing creation by God, the Beit Hamikdash. The Bible's clear. It's precise. It's not anybody's opinion. It's not speculation. You go to Psalm 91, verse 1, the setter of Adonai, the hidden encampment, the hidden dwelling place. These are all Hebrew pictures. The body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit, his hidden tents, and God's desire since the beginning, since the garden, is to dwell with us and to be with us. So our days today are filled with anxiety and worry, perhaps even fear. That's normal. We're human. But each day, 24-7, if any of us have a prayer time, we should end our prayer time thinking about this. We should be thanking him and praising him. He is in us and we're in him. This is 24-7. We're not alone. We're part of a family. Just as Jesus said in John 14-20, Father, that in that day, they will know that I am in you, they are in me, and I am in them. And what is Jesus' name? What is the nickname? 
that the angel told Joseph to call Jesus. Emmanuel. Two Hebrew words. Emmanuel. In Hebrew, it means God is with us. Shalom. 